It was July 29 and Hong Kong jockey Vincent Ho was in a Tokyo hospital bed with a broken back, collapsed lung and a broken rib. Earlier in the day, he'd been knocked unconscious for more than 10 minutes in a race fall at Nagata Racecourse. But it wasn't long after that that Vincent Ho started asking doctors, when can I ride again? Today on the Asian Racing Report podcast, Vincent Ho talks about the mindset of an elite jockey, his recovery from those injuries and how private jets and some of the world's best medical treatment in Geneva helped him get back in the saddle just 34 days after that terrifying accident. I'm your host, Michael Cox, and next up on the Asian Racing Report podcast, jockey Vincent Ho. Welcome to the Asian Racing Report podcast, Vincent Ho. Yeah, hello. And... um, what I want to talk about, you know, in you're in a hospital bed in Japan. Yeah. You've got a broken back. Yeah. A collapsed lung, let's call it. I don't know the technical term, but it, your lung's not working well. Yeah, pneumothorax. Yeah, you've got a you're a bit of a flight risk. You can't necessarily fly because of the problems at altitude. Yeah. What was it that you thought of? What was your motivation to want to get back so soon? Like, what makes someone? It's it's not quite right yeah. for, a, for a human being to be sitting there you've yeah. suffered pretty life yeah. threatening injuries yeah. like it's dangerous yeah what happened yeah it's close yeah it's it's but quite had, dangerous what, what, what is it in your mind that makes it flip from okay i could have died to i need to get back on a horse what is it what, what, what are the thoughts in your mind that are drawing you back well i think most of us uh as jockeys or athletes would want to be back as you know, when when we probably get up from uh, from the concussion, you know, from from I passed out for ten minutes, but when I when I woke up, the next minute I, I feel my arms and legs is fine. Then I'm thinking of when can I start? You know, uh, that's how quickly I was thinking about. And of course, I, I have plans in UK, so I. You know, I, I of course would love to get back straight away, but um, I, I, I felt that I couldn't. Then, of course, I don't want to miss out uh, too much in the Hong Kong season because you know it's a it's a tough place here, and if you start uh, a bit later, that's a lot of opportunities gone. But you know, of course, health is the priority. And uh, without it, you can't you can't perform, and you're gonna disappoint yourself. So, um, you know, although I I would love to come back as soon as possible, but I also um, need to give time to myself uh, to be ready uh, physically and mentally for for the racing here. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of work for that uh, six seven weeks. Uh, and uh, the, the club doctors have been really helpful. The physios, uh, everyone who have involved, have been you know extremely helpful, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, and also have the connection to go to uh, rehab in uh, Geneva, uh, which they have uh, amazing uh, facilities. Uh, doctors, uh, coaches, and uh, the physios there is uh, 
you know, they're very systematic, which I've, you know, never experienced in probably wouldn't experience uh, unless you're probably in, in the U.S. with the top athletes or, or uh, you know, top top European football team or whatever, they might have those facilities, but I'd say it's very hard to experience that. And, and this gave me an opportunity to to uh, to experience all that. And, uh, and that helped me to recover as well, because they not just training uh, recovery, but also with uh, they, they offer dietitian and, and um, sports psychology is everything under one roof. So, and, and they have been uh, treating all the top athletes around the world. So they, they know uh, what our mindset is and, and how to uh, get us back on track as soon as possible. One of the ways that you've brought yourself back is to say that I'm not going to take as many rides, but you've ridden three winners. We're recording this on a Tuesday, just last Sunday. You rode mm. three winners at Sha Tin. You have the highest strike rate in Hong Kong right now. Have Maybe on, the reason you're not taking as many rides is because you want to bring yourself back carefully and not yeah. re-injure. Yeah. But has it sort of opened up a few ideas for how maybe you could handle your business in the future as maybe as an older jockey or yeah. quality over quantity? Yeah, well, definitely. Um, you know, since two seasons ago, uh, uh, you know, since day one working here, uh, my my old box, my old boss, uh, you know, Mr. Founts has already told me, don't take shit rides. You know, he, he always said that since I was apprentice, he said, no need, just, you know, take the quality rides. And, uh, and of course, when I was apprentice, he he get to pick for me, uh, so it's much easier. But you know, when when we finish apprenticeship, when you ride uh, for the trainer outside, you you know, and when we finish, we don't have too many uh, offers, of course. Uh, so sometimes even bad rides bring uh, the opportunity for the next ones. Uh, and of course, we have got taken off horses a lot when they are ready before, uh, even even now sometimes. Uh, but you know that's how how it works. And uh, at the moment, when horses is not ready, I, I would still love to ride it. But you know, I've limited myself because of uh, I want to gradually get back to the hundred uh, percent, not hundred percent for the bone to heal. Because it's 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 already healed, but it's the one hundred percent the optimum performance of uh, of my weights coming back down, of my fitness uh, being uh, as fit as I could like last season. Uh, everything combined have to be hundred percent. That will take time. So. Well, so um, I'm giving myself some more time to do so, and I know my fitness. If I um, if I fatigue my some of my muscle, I might re-injure it again. So I'm limiting myself to, you know, I, I'm fit enough to ride six. Okay, I'll do six. You know, I don't want to do more and 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 uh, not performing or or I'm I'm more protective than performing. You know, more protective of the injury than performing. Uh, and 
and so I, I at the moment I'm trying to limit my rides um, and uh, of course I, I love to take more but you know at the moment I have to limit my rides so I have to pick and choose uh, the, the quality rides even at the moment maybe it's not a winning ride but uh, coming for the next two or three races, they are going to win so that's uh, that's um, my main focus at the moment but of course it, it, when when we get older when we're you know not as fit as at a young kid anymore it's like uh, it's like Djokovic or Nadal focusing on Grand Slam only you know so uh, you have to you know when, when we get older maybe when I'm late 30 or even 40 we'll have to you know uh, pick, do something like this now. Speaking of the Grand Slams, I guess the big date you've got your mind set on is December 10, the Hong Kong International Races. That's yeah. when Golden 60, yeah. the horse you've ridden to many successes, three straight Horse of the Year titles for mm. him. Um, he will return, which is uh, first up in the Hong Kong Mile. I want to take you back to the Champions Award. You said something really interesting on stage yep. there um, about what Golden 60 has taught you as an athlete. Can you explain that a bit more? Yeah, um, you know, as in, as those great athletes, they, of course, they work hard, they train hard, train smart, but also it's a lot in the in their mind. And, you know, if, if you're not uh, mentally uh, resilient enough, um, I'd say you can't really um, achieve what those great athletes have achieved. So, um, you know, Golden 60, of course, he run fast, but the other side is his uh, mentality because he he fight until, you know, even over in his limit sometimes I can feel after the post um, to make sure he go past the other horses. So... Um, you know, this spirit is, you know, horses have never, most of the horses never held back like uh, like a warrior. Uh, but human, normally they held back. Uh, even when, you know, when you feel pain or whatever, sometimes, of course, some people can handle it more and they can, they can uh, go through more. But, you know, most of the people won't, um, well, human being, they know their limits. Uh, they stop before the limits. Um, but of course, we we're not killing ourselves out there. But you know, that's the the, the spirit we we I, I've been learning from Golden Sixty uh, to be mature and keep learning, uh, keep adapting to different uh, scenarios, and just to be resilient. You know, uh, and and to keep improving. Every time, if you have uh, great opponents, great, you know, great challenge, uh, let's beat them. You know, uh, he, when when they are, when he's on turf, he you just feel that energy from him. Uh, so uh, to this day, you know, with with us riding horses, it's it's a it's a nonstop journey from from learning uh, uh, horsemanship. Uh, you know what they're like because obviously they can't talk so it's a lot through uh, experience uh, and 
time spending with them uh, off the saddles uh, to to know them to understand more uh, which I've been trying uh, you know every day uh, to try to uh, go back to stable not just seeing Conan 60 but you know to to see other horses as well uh, try to uh, get much as much time as possible for horses and of course in the afternoon I do my own training and all that but in the morning yeah the um just last question on golden 60s trainer francis loy you talk about the difference that golden 60s made in your life francis has gone from mid table mm. to top of the table mm. he's had a tremendous start to yeah. this season he's mm. right in that top five it doesn't seem like he's going away mm. he says the same thing golden 60s showed him how to train. Tell us about, just last question, about Francis and his yeah. rise and about how he's developed as a trainer. You've got a very strong association with him now. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that too because, uh, you know, there's plenty of jockeys he could have support, but he he supported me a few years ago and, and until now and hopefully keep going, of course. Uh, you know, I, I think well, if you train a horse like Golden 60, it's much easier than training a horse like Class 5 horses because with their minds and all that. But it's to, you know, we, we have been always patient with Golden 60 and, you know, that's how uh, we probably, uh, how we train other horses as well. Uh, just take probably a bit more time to make sure they're ready Uh and and to maintain their fitness, uh, not overworking them, it, it's one of the key, you know, because Hong Kong, it's very easy to overwork those horses, especially working in the same environment all the time. So, uh, you know, to and and to keep them calm and quiet, it's it's one of the key as well, you know. So, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think Mister Lloyd did a exceptional job with with that uh, to maintain his horses, uh, you know, the fitness, the weights and being patient with them, you know, uh, when they're, when they're not ready, we, we, we change our plan. We don't want to push a horse that is not ready to injure them or, or to disappoint the owners and that. So, uh, I think, uh, to, to learn to listen to the horses uh, is one of the key here. Thanks for joining us, Vincent. Looking forward to December 10 and the Hong Kong Mile. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Talk to you again soon. Yeah, talk to you soon. Thanks. <laughs>